We should be good. What's going on? Nothing. Day off? Day off. Break from slinging furniture. Slinging the recliners. Mm-hmm. Pushing the posturepedic. T- the temper. No. <laughs> posturepedic, is it us? Uh, but they do have a lot of comfortable stuff, man. Lazy boys, no joke. <laughs> it's, a, it's expensive furniture for a reason. Well built. Absolutely. Lazy boy. Quality. Quality. Can't wait till I can get one. But that's not what we're here to talk about. I wanted to talk to you about Better Call Saul. I broke the news to you moments before the podcast. It really <laughs> sent you into a dizzy that Better Call Saul did not win a single Emmy during its entire uh, series run. And th- it is ludicrous, right? Bob Odenkirk. Oh, it's an incredible show. An actor's it's actor. It's absolutely insane. And then... Uh, Rhea Seahorn, right? Yeah, you can't tell me it for any stretch of time during what the five or six seasons it was on that there were many better shows than it. Like y- you can't. No, I'm sorry. So good. And to, even... to the extent where it shut out in all categories for <laughs> the entire run. Oh, and fifty six is insane. What was winning along those times? What was better? Did, did you take a look to see what it was getting beat by? I just saw the most recent one was. Um, Succession. Kieran Culkin beat uh, Bob just Odenkirk. swooped in. Yeah, which Succession's great. Love yeah, Succession. Yeah. Deserving of Emmys as well. Yeah, and loved loved him in, in that role. He's he's unique, and I think people root for the McCulkins in general. <laughs> Culkins, you threw, a, you made him Irish. <laughs> which Culkin might already be Irish. But yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they are. The we'll, we'll get them to confirm when they call in. Um, but no, it's it's. It was it was truly baffling, and it gets to kind of I, I guess in a way you kind of get to wear a badge of honor as like one of the most underrated shows ever because it never won. Kind of like uh, I always hear Dan Patrick and his team pitching. Oh yeah, yeah. So they don't have any Emmys, I guess. That's pretty staggering too. I mean, that's a very successful sports talk show. Yeah, to for, think that for you, a long time. Yeah, you leave uh, an establishment like ESPN. Patrick was really the first guy to be like, "I'm going to leave ESPN." Yeah, and, and then set up shop basically own. in his own. Did it on his own. Set up in his yeah. own studio at his home a garage pioneer. slash whatever. Now has yeah. uh, a pretty unique uh, setup. Runs colleges for sportscasters, shit like that. Shout out to Dan Patrick. Do you know he was offered the Price Is Right gig? Wow, he would have been fabulous before Drew Carey. True carry. They wanted him to commit to it Just without fall into buckets of money without hearing the number on what the salary was. And turn, well, it turns out the salary's insane. Was like, it about thirteen mil a year? Something, something ridiculous. And he's like, no, I, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Which, fair, but yeah, he kind of stayed in his lane. Yeah, and he would have been fabulous at it. You're right. Have you ever watched them on Peacock when they do their show? It's been a long time since I watched Dan Patrick. They have to raise their hand. Oh, yeah? That's how he calls on him. I don't know if you've ever noticed the cadence. So if you're in your car and you're listening to Dan Patrick, you'll hear the cadence. He'll say, yes, Polly," or yes, Seton, or yes. You know, that means their hand's up. Well, sure. Then they're going to just, you know, because you can't just chime in if there's five guys. Yeah, yeah. Should no, be that able that to, makes sense. To you should be able to come it. off the top turnbuckle whenever the fuck you want. Leopard Show does it a bit looser, looser than that. Just but fucking chime idea. in real time. You got to put your hand up like you're in school. Yeah, right. And sometimes Dan sounds like frustrated, like, yes. You know, we go like, okay, we, we, yes, Andrew, what, what, yeah, what, what point this, did you want to make? All right, so let's no, keep it no, moving. Man. Fucking useless contribution to the show. 
Uh, but we're not here to talk about the Emmys. We're here to talk about the NFL playoffs. Wild card weekend is in the books. We were right about some things. We were wrong about others. And yet, still right about it. We still said right about Cleveland it. was going to fucking be cursed from the moment yeah. we fucking yeah. fired on. No, the first we, play we nailed that one. We knew our. Just crushed it. Put our stink all over yeah, it. Let's yeah, let's keep Cleveland with everything just Apologies. to ensure that they. Uh, well, let's run. Let's run through Wild Card Weekend uh, just because we haven't talked about the games at all. So I wanted to get your reaction on some of the stuff. It was largely blowouts uh, across the board, starting with the Texans beat the dog shit out of the Browns. Flacco threw two pick sixes. He turned into a pumpkin at like the worst possible time, uh, and that was it. C.J. Stroud threw some fucking dimes all over the place, looking like the best quarterback in the draft. There's already buzz of Stroud being an elite guy top 10 top five ish quarterback sooner than later it's kind of tough to argue with it he fits the profile yeah you know going in the thought process was rookie qb very Mm -hmm. solid defense allegedly allegedly you know number six for cleveland makes plays all over the field i don't know who he is he's fantastic other than that i believe um Shout out Fighting Irish. You know, the thought process was I get a veteran quarterback, I get a great defense against an untested quarterback that doesn't understand the playoffs, <laughs> perhaps. And I think the biggest shock was not the Flacco through interceptions that... He does that. That Houston just fucking outgained him, outrushed him, outcoached him, everything. Every facet was just... Yep. It was unbelievable how yep. easy they were able to run the ball and throw the ball. Yep. Unfettered. They met very little resistance. Unfettered. Yep. It I mean, was, it wasn't like Philly that didn't show up at all. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's exciting. There were some players that were playing hard for the Browns, but the majority of the game was just odd. It's like, holy shit, their defense really got lit up. Yeah. This next one, I think we were both right about. Chiefs, Dolphins, candy-ass Dolphins can't play in the cold. There's no way. Got their heads beat in. No, under Saw that City. one coming a mile that away. That was a two-team parlay. That was easy. Yeah. So you bounce back after the losses. You, you kind of lick your wounds. You move on. And I actually had them tied in some other parlays with the Rams, money line in the Rams, plus the points. So that was good. So I had the under the KC. So I moved on from the Cleveland. Sure. That's the thing you need to do. Just move on. This was probably the one I was most proud of. The Green Bay Packers. You talked a lot about it last week. Completely dog-walked the Cowboys. You kind of thought that was going to happen. We said you yeah. could push the line here and make, yeah. it, make it Green Bay minus points. Yeah, for turn Green Bay into plus the Plus 390 or 320, yep. whatever it was at that time. Yeah, we couldn't have been um, more right. I would Beat say... Beat the shit out of them. The final score is not as close as what that game was. No, they that gave was up odd. some garbage yeah, time touchdowns. It was like 100 points scored in the game. But yeah. honestly, when I saw the job Harbaugh did, minus whatever cheating or wrongdoing they did, <laughs> the coaching component <laughs> of getting a team ready to play on a single given night. Sure. Harbaugh, I was like, okay, that's a gold star. That was a fantastic coaching job in a big game. And then I saw LaFleur just like you say, from start to finish, the first seven minutes, and I said this before kickoff, I said the first seven minutes you'll know exactly what you need to know about this game. I didn't realize Green Bay was going to get the ball and just fucking just plow right through that defense. Cats open Again, all over the place. I'm not saying he's a rookie, but in some regard, sure. let's just say the number of starts he's had, yeah, you're no, going no, against, no. quote-unquote, right. another, and, and we got to be careful the talking heads make he looked like elite. He looked like Pat fucking Mahomes out there. He well, was that's shredding now, right? That's throwing off comparison. his back foot, rolling out like he looks. How much is that watching Rodgers awesome. for those years? That little subtlety of throwing off your back yeah, foot. Yeah, I'm sure that helps. Hundred percent. Uh, you know, when I see some of that, I honestly go, Ah, he sat behind Aaron, and Aaron said, "Do this, do this, do this, do this." But 
Yeah, that was a lot of fun. To oh, have yeah. Green Bay. That was great. That was a good time. I had a Green Bay money line parlay. Yeah, of course. It was live, but I, I put it with the money line with the Rams, which kind of yeah, sunk my battleship. Packers, Lions. I was on the other side of it. Yeah, felt good, especially two, two different especially halves. happening to the Cowboys because then Dak just has that like bewildered like I don't know what the fuck is happening like <laughs> what is going on and McCarthy with his fat fucking face on the sideline just looking dopey as ever <laughs> fucking yeah he was he was out of his depth man you could win I, I hear it all the time like well look at Mike McCarthy regular season record eleven wins here twelve wins here that's great if that's the standard if you come out after the playoff game where you just get dog walked at home and you're like yeah we didn't have we weren't prepared to play like motherfucker that's you that is that is your job by definition that's your job get your men ready to play yeah of Um, all games this is the one one in five in playoffs i think i heard something like that and i think dax two and five two and seven yeah it's not good something awful um Interesting enough, right? Yeah, look great during the regular season. They see no reason to make any change. I think that's blind loyalty. Uh, and we'll thank him again for, next year when this rolls well, around. For Jerry's, for how meddlesome Jerry is, he tends to stick it out with coaches. You know, he kept Garrett around four or five years longer than How's he should that have. How's fucker in a booth, man? Come on. He's fucking it's atrocious, fucking dude. As soon as do. I saw him in there, I'm like, fuck, this is going to be hard I'm to like, listen to. This dude's fucking awful. Can do. He's fucking fuck. awful. Jesus Christ. Uh, Detroit Lions won their first playoff game in 32 years. They won the I first believe half it was. and hung on. <laughs> they, won so the they, first, they won the first they won the half, first half and, they hung, and they hung on. And it was it was fascinating because Matt Stafford literally they rode, kicked yeah. in the face, fucking busted him up in half. Um, Puka's a dog. Wow. When did he become like... He's the alpha. There. So there's no... He's there's the number no, one. There's no Cooper breakfast the number nook, two right? There's now. no breakfast nook anymore, right? Cooper, <laughs> stop coming over for breakfast? <laughs> what the fuck? He got no uh, looks. Oh, you're talking about Stafford. Stafford's oh brunch. Oh, my God. He stopped yeah, inviting he stopped, Cooper. Yeah, he's not at the nook anymore. You <laughs> no. look up. Puka's at the front door. Puka's like, nook. Sorry, Puka wants to run some road. Sorry, bro. I can't, I can't have fucking grapefruit with you this morning. Yeah, that kind of pissed like, me off because five like and a half looked like an easy over number for Cup. A sad Cooper Cup outside of Matt Stafford's house where Matt doesn't even come to the door. It's like his wife. He's like, sorry, like Matt. Sorry, Matt's not home, and you could hear him in the backyard with Puka. Like, catch me if you can when he's in the window at Christmas yeah, looking like, in. Which, again, I don't I don't know if you're familiar with why that's always done. Uh, that director, uh, mom cheated with the neighbor. Ah. That's the actual, the, the neighbor's name in that, catch me if you can, is the actual neighbor that, so Spielberg never lets go of that. It's like, oh, mom was fucking the neighbor. It was fucking John Ambers or whatever the dude's name is. I uh, I love Catch Me If You Can. But that's, that's the subtext of it. That's it's still that, that, that's in there. He, he like retells like, this was a painful experience for me. I'm going to stick in this movie. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Cheater. Fucking <laughs> piece of shit. Uh, I guess his was, parents got remarried, I think. I could be uh, making up some of this shit. Out. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything He wasn't about. holding any grudges against the neighbor. He's like, hey, I took her off my hands for a few few years. Yeah, we worked it all out. Uh, Lions-Rams, like we mentioned, only, really the only close game this weekend. Bills beat up on the Steelers. Saw that one coming as well, 31-17. Uh, also cold weather, also snow. And then the Buccaneers, this is the game we were like, Ugh, gross, just beat the shit out of the Eagles. Yeah, which sucks because I was really just playing my my I also had against the here. spread theory. I, I did another parlay. I did Bills Buccaneers, and that worked out. Yeah, that worked out because I had everything tied in with the Eagles. So my my bookends were horrible. Cleveland and Philly were horrible, and the thought process with Philly, honestly, I didn't really want to bet the game. 
it was one yeah, of those you things. barely I, wanted to talk about it. I, I, I feel like Tampa Bay have been covering too much. When you look at, I look at things like and you're anti ATS because you're source in Tampa. So if a team has a point oh one ATS and a team has a point three ATS, there's a probability that they're going to have a higher cover rate. Uh, Tampa Bay is one of the worst teams that covers. Yeah. No, Period. I mean, yeah, they're not great. Which immediately did give me pause for concern because what they're going to do well against golf is blitz. But there's some familiarity there. They blitzed the fuck out of the Eagles, and they did not understand how to handle it. Yeah, you got to be ready for that. I don't understand what I think there was. I think there was a season high of free rushers coming to the quarterback in that game. It was like 10 or 11 snaps where there was at least one free rusher. I can't stand when the players come out vocally post- playoff loss and support their coach if you want to support your coach play fucking harder because there was zero want to <laughs> i saw defensive backs backing uh, up to oh get yeah. out of the way you're, you're a big who wants to tackle guy tell you what the eagles, they, eagles did not they want had to dudes backing up Fuck. i had seen cornerbacks backing up like let me get the fuck out of this dude's way he's fucking heading that way he looks like he's going somewhere they were they were buccaneers running unfettered all over the place uh, against the Eagles. And, then, and I posed the question in the group chat, like, what was the biggest choke job, biggest disappointment se- of the season? Cowboys, Dolphins, Eagles. And originally gut reaction is the Cowboys, just because of how bad that loss was at home. But I think it might be the Eagles, considering they started 10-1. and one. They started 10-1. And, and, one. One. and won one Finished game eleven, Yeah, 11-6 and six or 11-5, whatever it was. And again, that doesn't... You saying, I like my coach and respect my coach. Sure. You didn't say that. You had... No. Three months to say that. You're like Cancun on three. You know three. who said that? Let's get the, the Giants fuck out players. of here. Because I was calling for that dude to rescind the fucking Coach of the Year award. <laughs> right? And what did the players do? You fucking Tyrod, you activate Tyrod, and you got to be worried with Tyrod because he will cover some spreads hey, and he will handle you, some shit. We will not tolerate any Tyrod Taylor disrespect. We love Tyrod. Keep showing up at 430 Tyrod. Keep being you, buddy. You know, a lot of houses Stay have, away from the have, a, have a crucifix over the doorway to bless you as you're coming in. We have a little Tyrod Taylor. It's, <laughs> it's again, him at Virginia Tech, obviously. And, and it's a certain extent you see the Steelers play from Mike Tomlin. You see sure. them get up in situations. You're like your dog shit, but we really do like our coach, so we're going to play hard. I felt like the Broncos played hard for their coach in stretches, uh, and clearly your team's an, an example of that. You have players saying they'll yeah. leave. Max Crosby's like, I'm out. But if yeah, you guys, and hired. I know you guys in the group chat will disagree yeah. with this. I don't like when the employees. Yeah, you're not. You're. Always pro management. Well, in the respect, I'm pro player when it comes to money. Sure. I think they get, get hosed there. Yeah. Get all the money. I get so upset when somebody disrespects an NFL player and say, oh, I do that for 12 bucks. No, you wouldn't because you can't. Because you never worked that hard a day in your <laughs> yeah. fucking life. Yeah. No one's offering Not in your existence <laughs> if you ever worked as hard as an NFL player. <laughs> so fuck off. Sit over there at the table and talk your random nonsense. I hate people randomly out in public talking sports. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> oh, they pay too much money. Oh, but the fucking white billionaires, they're okay? Just keep <laughs> yeah. shoveling that shit down there. Sure. Fuck. <sighs> Odin Kirk, no fucking Emmys. Fuck off. It's insane. It's insane. The disrespect to Bobby O. Let's talk about this weekend. Conference championship. We got eight teams left. Four games should be some good ones. This might be a situation where I'm just thinking close game, close game, close game, and ride the dogs across the board. Let's talk about it. Texans going into Baltimore. Baltimore was your one seed in the AFC, so they had the bye. There's Mark Andrews rumblings. Maybe he'll play, maybe he won't. Uh, I think most reports are leaning that he won't. But it's nine points is the spread in that game. Set for the tease? Do you think they pushed it to nine because of the tease? 
Maybe because if, it, I, I if believe it was, so, if, if it, it opened eight, at eight and a half, people are teasing the fuck. Teasing out of to get it under under the three thousand percent. Yeah, spot here again. You know, there's not a team playing better. If Philadelphia played the worst back half of the season, there wasn't a team that played a better second half of the season. Whether mm. it was on the road, whether it was at home, situationally where they're supposed to be flat, situationally where they're supposed to kind of be, you know, it's okay to have a letdown. That team is nasty. Fucking nasty. Sure. So, it is a rough number though, right? That's hard to digest. And I think partly because of the halo. Yeah. You know, we're going to stroke CJ long and hard and he deserves it. To Rightfully so. One of the coaching Ryan brothers. We forgot about the Trinity of the Ryan brothers. Yeah, Rex, Rob, and D'Amico. <laughs> and D'Amico. You know, the, the lesser seen, the lesser seen like, brother, D'Amico. Like the fucking Dudley Get boys. It, they're, they're, they're a little subtle joke in their lesser seen because he's black. So you don't know, see him as often. Yeah, I got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but as we segue, I think that imprints why you say, oh, nine and a half feels like too many points. It does. But I think you're right. I'm basing a lot of that off of last week. And it's hard not to. But that being it's, said, uh, the Ravens have let teams hang around. As good as they've been, they've blown leads. They do for a minute. They do for a minute. Miami was in it for, you know, putting up 21 points in the first half. And da, 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 da. Sure. You look up and it's 50. All I'm looking for is a backdoor CJ Stroud touchdown. And that may happen. There we go. Ravens um, win by four. I think I did throw together a money line extravaganza. Favorite, favorite, mm. favorite, Kansas City. And I think that was like plus 364 or something. Of course, all my bets are in. I don't want to listen to anything. If I'm going to be honest, I did the exact same thing. I did the three favorites in Kansas City. Would you Money get like line, plus 364 boom, boom, boom. or something yeah, like that? it was, yeah. 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 Well, to me, what I'm doing now is starting to hedge my Super Bowl place, right? So as we get into this, for me, I've already started. You know, for me, I have my exactas, and they're late and heavy with Baltimore, Baltimore and San Francisco. San Fran. If those two teams go to the Super Bowl, you're I cool. start out by winning 350. There you go. You know, from there, whatever I layer in between leading up to that. That's <laughs> just if they get there. Yep. Um, so now you have to look creatively. Well, not creatively. You look at it on paper, and you say, what the fuck could happen here? And you look at Kansas City, Buffalo, most likely of the – Believable upsets, so to speak. Sure. If you even want to call it an upset. I I, I guess yeah, well, they're going to call it an upset because they're going to use that to motivate. You sure. Know, and Pacheco will be running hard. And it looks sure. like they've activated one receiver, which is a good simplistic plan. Like, look, you're going to catch yeah, all the passes. You, you and Travis you, are going to catch all the passes. You get 155 yards. The tight end will get 86. And Pacheco will just be nasty in between the fucking no. numbers and we'll the score ashes. Score 28 points and we'll win. Yeah. So... And part of that is a hedge, though, right? Because I do feel like I should take... Can't you just tease all these dogs? I mean, you absolutely could. So uh, what's the what's the biggest risk there that San Francisco puts 42-10 on Green Bay? I would say so, where the Buccaneers completely shit the bed. I think, I think those are your two ones that you're most worried about. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't see a problem teasing all four of those. All four of the dogs. I thought McVay would have a slight advantage in that game coaching since he had drafted golf, took off to a Super Bowl, knew his tendencies, knew what he liked, what he disliked, and what he struggled against. Discounted, discounted the vibes in that building. 32 years, man. 
That's most most people in the stands' lifetime. They haven't seen that type of. He shit. did come jacked up. Yeah. If you ever want to make easy money, Josh Reynolds is always two and a half. Josh Reynolds just over, <laughs> over two and a half. He always gets three. I'm making that up. Robbie can check that, but I'm telling you, it's always two and a half. I love me some backup Josh Reynolds. Well, who's a handsome boy? If nine feels like a lot, how do you feel about nine and a half in this San Francisco Green Bay game? San Francisco also the one seed had a bye last week playing the Packers. This reminds me of when they I'm making shit up again. So keep me Great. honest. Don't keep me honest. Sure. When San Francisco came off a bye, they had a night game against Dallas and they fucking lambasted them. Sure. It's what it feels like. It's yeah. like, oh, we're going to isolate an 8.15 p.m. start, which is 5 o'clock out there. Mm-hmm. Going to fucking, you know, we're fly gonna, in on the helicopter land and fucking partied up. We're not Dallas. We're going to be able to run the ball. Yeah, and you know how I feel about want to, and you got a team that's rested that wants to. You got running back. Does he want to be the best running back in the league and shows it on every down check? You got a receiver that does incredibly wicked shit when he's not catching the ball checked. You got a receiver that's spent two and a half years becoming a unstoppable force with his quarterback check. Let's just throw together an amazing defense and give them two weeks to fuck around. Mm-hmm. The only caveat to that is... Green Bay should have struggled against Dallas defense, and they didn't. It was a massive coaching job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, insane. You thought Dallas would be able to get after the quarterback, speed up level? Nothing. Nope. They didn't do shit. Eleven was there. They, they I saw eleven there all shit. the time. I could see eleven influencing plays, but not influencing outcomes. You want to be on the radio? Yeah. This is not a radio. He's a Packers fan. He's oh, he's a, a Packer backer. He's he like, Dad, not so fast. I'd like to chime in on yeah, these Packers. He does appreciate Jordan the, Love, the Packers. They have the connection. They have the youngest receiving core that's going to develop into something. We're talking uh, another another decade of Packers. And I was thinking about you. I'm like, Andrew was okay. right a long time ago. Was I? Why didn't we just become Packers fans back then? There was a moment where you were. Yeah, a there was a fan. split. There was a split second where I was a big yeah, Red Favre guy. You were going to be a Packers fan. We were yeah. going to go down that path. Yeah, that would have been a good call. Would have had a couple Super Bowls. I think they're sad. Talk about another guy that runs with a lot of um, ferocity. Aaron Jones, Jesus, what's his fresh. fucking? Was he throwing up a bunch of touchdowns and fingers? And shit? I don't know what <laughs> yeah, was going on. It was happening so quick. They were scoring touchdowns with such. Uh, such frequency, it was hard to keep up for all the touchdowns he was scoring. Could there be a catastrophe? Could we honestly bet Houston money line and they knock off Baltimore? Well, it's plus three forty. I mean, there's, there's that similarly. Is, is that is that we your could have got? Is that your most Green Bay last week? That's right. I did get Green 320, Bay three twenty, right? Yeah, uh, Packers are plus three sixty. Buccaneers are plus two fifty. Um, all those are are reasonable. It's just like, are we going to get those upsets? I don't know. Uh, speaking of Buccaneers, minus six and a half is the line there. They're going to Detroit. Detroit gets another home playoff game. Uh, that feels like the Lions run it up on them, but who knows? It, it looked like they were going to run it up on the Rams. And I can't then, imagine it be a public bet where people are raising yeah, the bet six and a half before yeah. it gets to seven. Yep. Which again. If Baker's going to have the best year of his life, does that include two playoff wins? Maybe. But I think what I'm going to do is, since we were talking about it, I'm just going to tease all the favorites, or tease all the dogs, because I've already parlayed all the favorites except uh, the Bills, and then just have those two running. You're like, all right, hammer will, the plus. Yeah, you're gonna work. get plus fifteens. Yeah, yeah, just stupid shit. Side of two touchdowns. Yeah, just horrific teasers. 
that are definitely not going to hit. Uh, Buccaneers lines are just talked about. Chiefs, Bills, the big game of the weekend that people are excited for. You get Mahomes, you get Josh Allen, you get possibly snow in Buffalo, you get minus three. Uh, as you've long stated, the Bills can't win a Super Bowl, so this seems like the logical exit ramp for them. Well, logical, yes. And, uh, you know, it takes me back to that. I don't think it'll be the game that we saw two years ago where it was incredible down the finish. I don't know what it finished, 38, 37, something insane. Something stupid. Something stupid. Hard to figure this one, honestly. They match up so well together. The thing that that immediately I was ticking down on Buffalo was the injuries in real time. Hmm. You know, Matt yeah. Milano gone, and then you see another key component go out, another secondary guy get dinged. You know, I think in both of them playing in that weather, none of these guys can be coming out of that feeling great. Yeah, it probably hasn't been fun. Um, both, to, I mean, you get to this point in the season, everybody's got some type of whatever the fuck, you know. Nobody's completely healthy, and every team's got injuries. It's just a matter of degrees under what those injuries are affecting your team. Um I firmly am in the camp that Kansas City is just going to repeat because that's you that's know that's what's going to happen to you. Me. Yeah, that's yeah. on brand for you. That's just one of those things where the expectation sure. is because shit's bad, so bad shit's right. Keep and happening. they're your divisional yeah. guys yeah. that you hate the most, and it always seems to break their way. And let's not forget, they are probably arguably know thy best, enemy. This is a game the best Chiefs relevant win new era coach. Yeah, I had to qualify that. I don't want anybody getting sticky about Bill Belichick and. Whoever these old fuckers are running around out there. Oh, Andy's been around for a minute too. Did you see Ron's ready to take a demotion? Ron's ready to take a demotion. Is he going to be in DC coach. somewhere? He'll go DC somewhere. You can see that. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, give me a break. I'm yeah. fucking had cancer. I'm cancer survivor. Let me work on one side of the ball. Yeah, he wasn't going to get. He said he, he fucked up. He wasn't going to get another. He said head he put too much on Sam. He said he fucked it all up. Did he? Hey, that tracks. He did. Where were we? Chiefs. How they're probably going to roll. Been there, the done bills. that. How they're going to roll. What wrinkles will they have? They developed their own identity last week. Looked great. First traveling playoff game. Yeah, and they get to spin that narrative all week. I, Everyone, but, oh, it's, do it on the road, Mahomes. You never did it on the road. This first time he's played on the road in the playoffs. But Buffalo is one of the three teams remaining that have beat the, the, shit out the, of the bills. pedigree to win the Super Bowl. Allegedly. So they could get by Kansas City. And they I don't have, think they win the Super Bowl. They have their entire franchise history working against them. Right. Because, um, yeah, then, then there'd be a date with either the... Uh, it didn't look like a fake slide to me. I don't know. Somebody had posted that they thought that was kind of... In real time, takes. in real time, I didn't see it as a fake slide either. No, it wasn't it just, like, it just looked like what a Kenny Pickett did back in the day. Yeah, yeah Kenny Pickett definitely did. Like yeah, that was a leg. Him. That was a drop leg yeah. oboe. One of the slickest things I've ever seen on a football field. Like, whoa. <laughs> Kenny pretty, Tiny Hand, shout out. This is pretty crafty, Kenny. Uh, Tomlin said the uh, starting quarterback for 2024 is on the roster currently. It's most likely going to be Kenny Pickett, but with some more competition. Well, they're all on the roster currently. Yeah. And they do like to stick with one guy. I thought Since Mason handled himself well. What? Mason Rudolph. I thought he handled oh, himself okay. well. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no, he was fine for for what they asked him to do. Uh, as far as the head coaching carousel goes, only one coaching vacancy has been filled, and that's New England. They went with Gerard Mayo. Yeah, it sounds looks looks like Belichick's going to be in Atlanta. Looks like coach. he's going to be in Atlanta. He's having a second interview. Harbaugh today. 
Harbaugh, the senses. Chargers. Possibly L.A. Yeah, the Chargers job. It would make sense. You check the, the quarterback need. Nick Saban's biggest regret. If you're going to coach, make sure you go to a team with a quarterback. Uh, this just came across the wire. Cliff Kingsbury is expected to interview for the Bears' offensive coordinator job. Is he leaving Tahiti to do this, or where the fuck island he's been? Yeah, where the fuck he's been hanging out? No, he's literally been on an island somewhere with the fucking his girlfriend strutting around, finger blasting her all over the beach. <laughs> he was on, he was on the USC staff. So with uh, with Caleb Williams. So if they do go Caleb, some about Cliff Kingsbury, like when a quarterback's coming out that he likes or has worked with, they just get him on the staff to keep working with him. That's what Arizona did. He looked like a fun guy to be around. Yeah, he looks, your age. seems like a fun hang. Yeah, I'd see what Cliff Kingsbury got going on. You know, he was effective in stretches. In very small stretches. He, sh- he should have never been a head coach of an NFL team. He was dog shit at Texas Tech, so I don't know what the fuck that was all about. So like, we got to get Cliff Kingsbury in here. It's like, all right, I get it. He's handsome, but come on. It's your major malfunction, okay, bro. just got punched in the face by your dog. Uh, anything else on your mind in terms of these games this no, weekend? No, obviously. I think we kind of blazed through it. Yeah, I mean, obviously I still want it to be who I want it to be. I want it to be Baltimore and San Francisco. It's the most logical spot yeah. on from the beginning of the season to where we're at. So you are know. you thinking any thought to hedging towards your plays then, like maybe betting the Texans or the or the Packers? I think to, you have to look Just at to kind of cover your bases I, a yeah, little bit? Yeah, I overhedge too much, and I Did still you? am not cashing out quick Fucking enough. So Henry the hedger over here. Yeah, I'm just trying to be a little bit more creative again, try to steer away from some of these player props that are so attractive that make they the really most are. sense. You know, you start folding it together. You're like, how could this go wrong? Yeah. $25 to win 580. Yeah. You know, so no, like I said, I started, I went and put some tickets in some actual paper tickets. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to do futures like exactos and things like that, I think it's handy to go up there and just print a couple tickets on top of like exhausting whatever funds you have left on DraftKings, ESPN, 360. I know we all have like $18 left on. So, sure, yeah, like you know, sports books. So, yeah. you know, run down to the casino, fucking tap the machine, get a couple paper tickets, come back home, stick in an envelope and, you know, wait. Yep. Because, you know, the odds are slipping. If you want to get creative, there's some great odds out there, but I think it's hard to pick an exact where you jam now, all these. Yeah, now, now is the time. You, you kind of got to narrow your scope find the teams you think you win the super bowl right now we've settled on two possibly three and then that's kind of kind of your box yeah and then even next year like i'm going to do zero futures pre before season starts i know that's your best value sure i'm truly going to wait till about halfway in the season there's no sense to race to these markets before the season starts that's what i did with uh the Nuggets in basketball last year. I'm like, man, it sure looks like the Nuggets are going to win the championship. And I got them at like plus 800 or something. At the halfway the pole yep. instead of betting yep. it early out where you don't know. Exactly. It was right around All-Star. I'm like, yeah, that team. The identities. Uh, you know, I had some stuff go down in flames, you know, and in retrospect, I look back on it. It's just kind of like wasted bits of money. Anytime I was plus, I was making these future plays. And the only one I still got alive is the AFC North versus the NFC West. And then uh, if the other ones haven't cashed out or paid out, they're they're all dead. Yep, they're all dead to me. Pretty much, deader than your dead mother. Can I tell you something about friends? They're racist. Uh, yes, but that's not what I was going to say. Uh, never, never clicked for me. Never got it. Never thought it was funny. 
if it's on in the background or whatever, it'll make me laugh if I'm here by myself. And then Chandler uh, being sarcastic is like the only fucking good thing about the show. That's about it. Yeah, it's not, you know, I didn't, if, I'll watch it if it's on. It's not, I'm surprised that everybody, love, everybody loves Raymond's making me laugh a lot. I don't uh, know if that's Peter everybody Boyle. Everybody loves Raymond was funny. Well, because it's family driven and it's kind of relationship driven and everybody has these, you know, but it, it holds up pretty well. I've been watching it recently. Plowed through um, Reacher. Plowed through whatever else. Uh, I tried to make it through that three and a half hour movie. I, I needed two naps. The uh, Scorsese one? Yeah, I couldn't do it, bro. Really? Is it at least good or you're like, fuck? I don't know. I don't know if I have a touch oh, of COVID just, or what. I just fucking banked out. I'm like, <laughs> it was, it was, it was fucking I, I long. Haven't, uh, it's on Apple and it's, it doesn't cost you anything. I haven't dug bro, into it yet. Bro, we've been over there twice. You got to wait your turn, bro. Oppenheimer, I think, is coming next month. Yeah. So. Uh, Curb comes out in February. There you go. Did you watch Fargo? I've watched Fargo. I haven't watched the new season yet. Ham's the lead. Oh, yeah? Oh, so good. It's so twisted. You didn't watch uh, Ted Lasso, did you? No. There's an actress from Ted Lasso that's the featured actress mm-hmm. in uh, Fargo. It's really good. Yeah, I'll work my way around to it. It's really good. It's on the list. I like John Hamm. I like Fargo. Um, I liked the season where they had uh, the dude from Burn Notice in it. I forget which season that was, but I liked that. Did you do the one with Chris Rock? I I, th- I think I started it. I think the first season was first season had Billy Bob, right? Yeah, True Detective yeah. is out too. Yeah, I never got on the True Detective train. You never watched the one with Woody and McConaughey? I heard it was great. Oh, my God. Some of the best acting ever. But then I heard the season two was, like, not Well, that was dog so shit, but the McConaughey yeah. acting was legit. Well, it's Matthew McConaughey. Well, he's a weird fuck. He's no Bob Odenkirk, but, you know. No. My dog is going crazy for some reason. Yeah. Well, I guess I should take him out. Take him outside. We'll see everyone next week when we'll be at the Divisional, where we'll have four teams left standing. Four of the best. Four of the best. Two frauds. And two and two fraudulent teams. And All then right. the Kansas City Chiefs that are going to win the Super Bowl. All right. Stay safe. Bye.